It's Tuesday, July 28, 2015. Not some homes, not most homes, every home in America. Hillary Clinton pledges to go big, very big, on solar. Jeb Bush calls for eliminating all energy subsidies. Plus, well, this is the biggest threat that the planet faces. New study suggests worst case sea level rise may be sooner than we think. Fantastic. All of those worst cases and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Well, I'm not a scientist either. I'm just a grandmother with two eyes and a brain. And I know we're facing a huge problem from climate change. Well, way to lose the one-eyed grandmother vote, Hillary. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I got to say, the fact that the candidates for uh, 2016 are now being pushed to come out with climate plans, now being pushed to come out with answers, the answers are terrible, frankly. I'm not impressed with pretty much any of them. But at least the corporate media seems to be holding their feet to the fire this time around, unlike in 2012. That's right. It is a whole new ball game with the presidential campaign actually talking about climate change. Imagine that. So let's talk about it. First, Republican Jeb Bush called for eliminating specialized tax credits for all energy sources at a campaign fundraiser in Iowa over the weekend. He's the first Republican candidate to even mention oil and gas taxpayer subsidies enjoyed by the wildly profitable oil and gas industry. Now, while eliminating subsidies for all energy might sound fair, it's not actually fair at all. Oil, gas, and coal have enjoyed direct taxpayer subsidies for nearly a hundred years and indirect subsidies like U.S. military protection around the world. They also get the biggest subsidy of all. They don't have to pay for the cost of their pollution. You do. Yeah, I love the idea that, oh, we shouldn't subsidize anyone. We shouldn't pick winners and losers. Well, the winners in this case happen to be the most profitable industries in the history of civilization. And now Jeb Bush wants to pull up the ladder so no one else in any of these new energy industries They just can't enjoy the same thing that fossil fuel did for 100 years or so. Now, Hillary Clinton spoke of rebalancing taxpayer subsidies for energy in her first major speech on climate change, rolling out what she said was the first plank of a comprehensive climate policy on Monday in Des Moines, Iowa. Secretary Clinton says the U.S. can be the world's clean energy superpower by going big on solar. We need to have more than half a billion solar panels installed across the country by the end of my first term. Second, we'll set a 10-year goal of generating enough renewable energy to power every single home in America. Not some homes, not most homes, every home in America. So that's a pretty big pledge to make. It would be a 700% increase over current rates of solar panel installation. And she also wants to power all homes in the U.S. within 10 years with renewable energy. Yeah, but I think I need to mention, if you talk to scientists, what she's proposing, at least as of now, is not nearly enough. True. At that campaign event on Monday, Clinton declined to comment on the Keystone XL pipeline. Climate activist Bill McKibben said of Clinton's plan, quote, Hillary Clinton is halfway there. Now we need Clinton to show she understands the other half of the climate change equation, which he says is keeping it in the ground. 
As for Clinton's fellow challengers for the Democratic nomination, former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley has actually gone even further. His energy policy, released last month, calls for the U.S. to be 100 percent renewable energy by 2050, as in no fossil fuels at all. Now, that is technically feasible with today's technology, but not with today's Republican Party in control of Congress. A disturbing new study now says that further delay in moving away from fossil fuels could unleash rapid sea level rise. That's according to a former NASA climate chief, James Hansen, who has co-authored a bombshell new study warning that global warming could accelerate extreme weather and rising seas. In an interview with CBS News, he said sea levels could potentially rise as fast as 10 feet in just 50 years. If we get sea level rise of several meters... All coastal cities become dysfunctional. And when he says dysfunctional, he means like, goodbye Miami. In an interview with the broadcast this week, climate scientist Michael Mann, who was not involved in Hansen's new study, says the study makes a strong case that climate change is proceeding faster and is larger in magnitude than previous predictions. We have tended to underestimate Mm -hmm. um, the, the rate and magnitude of the changes. And he's put together a pretty compelling picture here of what, you know, what a worst-case scenario might look like, and it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all, and compelling is a very nice way to put it. Terrifying is the way I might describe it. For much more on that story and even some more encouraging ones, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime for free from Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.